Alright, don't think about it. Just tell me off the top of your head how many times you've been struck by lightning. Uh, none. None? Yeah. None at all? I love how to pause there. Yeah, none. I don't think I oh, have. Reese, then you're a rank novice compared to Roy Sullivan, who has been hit with a bolt of 300 million volt fork lightning on no fewer than seven separate occasions. Oh, see, for a second there, I thought you were going to say he's been struck over 300 million times. And I was thinking, wow, what an unlucky chap. <laughs> that would be something. But then even even seven times is, well, seven times too many, really. Yeah. And this isn't during one storm. This is over his entire life. So this guy is either the world's luckiest man or the other way, the world's unluckiest man. I'm going to go with the latter, I think. Uh, oh, I'd say the former. <laughs> you want to be hit by lightning seven times. Well, no, I wouldn't say that, but it's like with um, with bird sh, isn't it? Like that's that's lucky if you get hit by bird sh. I right? think that's just sort of a consolation thing. Oh, so like if you get sh on by a bird, then that's just just to make you feel better. Yeah, well, I suppose you can't really do that with lightning as well, can you? One of my history teacher had a bird sh in his mouth once. Ew. Yeah, it's not lucky. It wasn't it wasn't lucky for me either because I had to watch a, an authority figure in my life, like kneel down on a jetty and throw up into the sea. Oh. <laughs> A few times. Oh, I bet that knocked him down a few pegs for you, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but there's there's no actual known reason why this human lightning rod was hit so many times, apart from noting that as a park ranger, he worked outside 90% of the time, and he patrolled the state of Virginia in the US, which has like 35 or 45 stormy days every year. Okay, so the odds were pretty stacked against him then. Yeah, but but only slightly. Yeah. Um, and, and after the fourth strike, he started to question whether or not some higher power had it in for him, which on balance I think is a reasonable assumption, given that when he came to that conclusion, he was only halfway through all the strikes he was ever going to get. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the next time he gets struck, that, that, would just, that would just confirm it, wouldn't it? And yeah. The, the two times after that would just be like, well, yeah. But it got it. so bad that he started carrying a bucket of water in his truck, purely so that he could put out fires started in his hair from these strikes. And you know what? What? He used it twice. <laughs> so it actually came in handy then? Yeah. I mean, imagine going out thinking, right, I've got my truck, I've got my waterproof boots and my bucket of water for putting out my hair fires. I mean, I mean, good on him, but I think my, my first port of call would just be to shave my head. You know? <laughs> well, you're already, you've already done that, so you're, you're, you're well prepared. I mean, yeah, I'm safe. Yeah, if I ever get struck by lightning, I'm good to go, but... You know, if after yeah after the fifth time or so, if I had to carry around a bloody bucket of water to put my hair fire out, surely the logical conclusion <laughs> would just be to shave your head. Roy's old school. So do you want to know the stats behind this? Because this is quite interesting. Hit me. Assuming that a person lives for 80 years, which is a fair guess these days, your chance of being struck once over your entire lifetime is 1 in 10,000. Well, that's a lot lower than expected. It is. But to be struck seven times is one in ten to the power of 28, i.e. one in ten with ten with 28 zeros behind it, or yeah. ten octillion. Well, that is a lot. So given all of that, given the life that he led, how do you think Roy Sullivan died? Oh, well, this is going to be one of them things where you lull me into a false sense of security, 
expecting me to say struck by lightning, but he's probably been <laughs> mowed down by a cow, hasn't he? <laughs> Is that your guess? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might as well go cow. Self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oh, for f**k's sake. Although, no, actually, to be fair, if you've been struck seven times and you've questioned this unlucky streak your whole life and it's just never ceasing, then I feel like that's an honourable way to to go. Well, I, there is evidence that lightning strikes can actually rewire your brain in strange ways that manifest themselves in personality changes and struggling mm. with your mental health, which yeah, that is quite sad. by all accounts he yeah. was. Um, so it's 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 quite sad. But, um, I mean, what a thing to be known for. Yeah, absolutely. Basically being God's stress toy for your whole life. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, well, let's get on with the show, shall we? Let's get it. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Hola y bienvenido a Off Topic con Reese y Johnny. Esta semana jugaremos al juego de Wikipedia, que será el Topic A y el Topic B. Y tenemos que encontrar la manera de pasar de uno a otro utilizando solo los hipervínculos de Wikipedia. Rhys, ¿cuál es tu tema de la semana? I thought we were doing um, English today, isn't it? Spanish tomorrow. Oh, shit. It's, oh, it's Wednesday today, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. English today. Uh, I keep thinking it's Thursday. Sorry. This week's getting away from me. No, English today, Spanish tomorrow. Then Russian and Korean. Russian yeah. and Korean. Okay, yeah. Okay, got it. Sorry. So, um... Okay, I'll start again. Yeah, remind me to just edit that out because I'll forget otherwise. Yes. Hello and welcome to Off Topic with Reese and Johnny. This week we'll be playing the Wikipedia game, which will be Topic A and Topic B. And we have to find a way from one to the other using only Wikipedia hyperlinks. Each one of us will choose one of the topics. So Reese, what is your topic of the week? Right, well, get your tinfoil hats at the ready, people, Uh-oh. because for my topic of the week, I saw an article that was... Um, There were statements released by the Pentagon in the US because they have uh, been called out on uh, various reports that have been unveiled by whistleblowers about what what have been described as UAPs. UAPs? UAPs, which stands for Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. (gasps) Alien spaceships! Yes, so basically within the the US military, there's been, I think, ex-military officials who have uh, sort of come out against the Pentagon that are now releasing new information to the public about these uh, UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, um, and they're basically describing alien spaceships. They're, They're these things that are like jetting across the sky, uh, going backwards and forwards, their like trajectories are basically unlike anything, any technologies that that we have. And I know, I know, you're sat here thinking that Reese has lost the plot, and this is not news whatsoever. Reese has absolutely lost the plot. But hear me out though, because this is where this is where it got interesting for me. So, um, Mr. Barack Obama, we all we all remember him. I remember um, him. He's actually come out as uh, sort of confirming it, saying. Um, <clears throat> There are footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. We can't explain how they moved their trajectory. So, you know, this is coming from this is coming from the the president that everyone liked, the one that wasn't an absolute crackpot. So, <laughs> what does that say? Hmm? Cynically, cynically, it makes me wonder what sort of scandal is about to erupt from the United States that they want to distract everybody with this for. 
I mean, who knows, really? But but this is the thing that I found hilarious about it. Obviously, they're trying to push uh, UAP as being like the serious, you know, what 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 the military is calling it, and this, that, and the other. They're obviously trying to get away from the uh, the the branding of <laughs> the tinfoil hat conspiracy theoriness of you know UFOs. But it's um, all about branding. I mean, come on, like UFOs, UAPs. It's basically basically the same thing, isn't it? You'd have thought they change, just change the U. Yeah, maybe maybe IAP, unidentified. We'll just change it to anything, like literally anything. Disidentified. KQJ, BDS. <laughs> well, here's the real thing: is that um, as I was trying to navigate my way to Wikipedia, typed in UAP, what did it redirect me to? UFO. UFO, which is my topic of the week. Mm. What have you got? Right. So my topic of the week is a 39-year-old drug dealer from Liverpool who recently posted a picture of his favourite cheese on an encrypted chat app. Right. And police were after somebody who was dealing a large amount of drugs in that area. And they found this photo of him holding this block of cheese. And in the photo, you can see a couple of his fingertips. And the photo evidently was high-res enough that they could zoom into it and analyse his fingerprints and find out who he was. No, right. So as you were going through that, I sort of saw where that was going. I saw where the conclusion was, but I was adamant that that they absolutely could not do that. You can't be telling me that they zoomed into a photo and found fingerprints. I am. They zoomed in and they enhanced and they they caught him. So it's basically like the old 90s uh, like spy movies where they take a really blurry photo, zoom in a hundred times. That's it. Zoom in and enhance. Press the magic button and it just clear as day yep and they did it you're telling me they actually did that they actually did that wow the headline is drug dealers love of cheese was his downfall well then my second question is do you know what type of cheese it was i do indeed because that is the topic of the Mm. week it was stilton i knew it as soon as you said as soon as you said it was up north i was like that's going to be Stilton. not just any stilton no this is M&S Stilton. <laughs> Crafted in Leicestershire, a delicately rich and creamy Stilton. Mm. Or so says the, you know, the label in the picture that he posted. Is that all the heroin from M&S as well? <laughs> Conquista el mundo con la nueva fragancia para hombres de nose candy. Te garantizamos que a tu esposa y a tu amante les encantará. Haga su pedido ahora en nosecandy.com para obtener una muestra gratis. Johnny, do you remember to take all the Spanish adverts out of this podcast? Yeah, uh, yes, yes, I did, yeah. Yeah? Cool, they're for tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool, cool, thanks. Um, so, yeah, we've got... Stilton cheese and UFOs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's going to be a, a particularly difficult one, I think. Let's give it a go with Wikipedia. So, which topic do you want to start out on, Reese? Since you're going this week, um, I think I might go with Stilton. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. But I just feel like that's a solid starting point. <laughs> it's probably 
it's probably easier to get to uh, UFOs than it is to get to Stilton, you know? I mean, possibly. I feel like they're both, uh, they're not vague. They're not vague uh, topics. No, no. So like, well, you know, Stilton and UFOs, that's a night in for some people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel Stilton is a safe bet to start on. Okay. Well, uh, you let me know when you're ready. Do you have any uh, any idea of what you might gonna what you might do? I actually don't. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I think this is going to be quite difficult. So yeah, <laughs> I do as well. It seems like quite a simple one, given that I know obviously what both of the things are. I didn't know who Bogdan Lalic was last week, so no <laughs> idea how you managed that. <laughs> me neither. But Stilton UFOs, they seem like simple things. But you, you never know. Might all go completely pear-shaped. Let's hope so. I mean, I mean, good luck. <laughs> well, Reece. sure. Thanks. Thanks, Johnny. As it stands, I think you hold the record. 58 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Followed by, well, you went up to like 3.07, I think it was. And then mm. a big old gap. And then there's me, uh, 3.58. So, you know, with the remains of whatever dignity I have left, I need to beat that score at least. I'm sure you can manage that. Let me know whenever you're ready and I'll start the timer. Yeah, well, I'm ready to go. Three, two, one, go. All right, so we're on Stilton. From here, it's safe to go to English cheese, or, or okay. cheese, as it's redirected me to. Uh, types of cheese, ingredients, there's a fat protein, there's a phosphorus. Phosphorus seems like a, yeah. Sciency. Seems like a safe bet, sciency. There's a lot of um, sciencey words. Morning star, hello. Hello, phosphorus. Are you seeing anything that might take you to space? Yeah, well, I've got this thing here, the appearance of the morning star, the Ooh, planet Venus. Okay. I'm on Venus. That's where women are from. Well, well if I was only going from Stilton to women, I'd, I'd be there. <laughs> um, Venus, Venus to moons. Let's see if I can get from the moon to Neil Armstrong. Famous alien. <laughs> Well, that's now my uh, pathway to victory, I think. Well, I'm on Sputnik. Need to try and get to life somehow. Life. I feel like I'm going in circles at the moment, but um, I feel close. I'm on the space race. If I can't get to UFO from here, I want to try and get to Area 51. I feel like that's going to be my in. Mm. I've gone for it. I've gone for the the US Armed Forces. Get me to Area 51. Oh. Get your tin hats on. <laughs> Unidentified flying objects. Done it. I am there. Well, how do you think you did? Oh uh, well, it felt like an absolute age. I don't know. I don't think that's. Um, I don't think I've done it. Well, I'm sorry to say, Reese, you are rather bringing up the rear of the leaderboard somewhat oh, with no. a gut-wrenchingly slow time of eight minutes and nine seconds. Fuck off. <laughs> eight minutes. I'm afraid so. Yeah. You have got to be shitting me. Well, I, I said from the start this was going to be a tough one. This was going to be a really tough well, yeah, one. I didn't think it'd be that bad. I had no idea how I was I was going to do it, so I I didn't even try. Oh, well, I felt like I got off to a really good start. What did I get to? I got to phosphorus, which was an ingredient in cheese. I thought, well, phosphorus, sciency, and then there was that. A type of phosphorus that was called like the morning, the morning star. That's what it was. Space, obviously. You got ninety percent of the way there in a in a few short mm. seconds. And then I had to I had to come back down to earth for the end of it. Yeah, it's a fickle game. This this Wikipedia racing. It's you know, 
One moment you're on the rapids, the next you're sailing down a plain sheet of glass. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, are you a fan of organised crime? No. How about general law-breaking? Uh, no. Would you want to visit sites that tacitly approve of such behaviour? Well, of course not. Good news! You no longer have to. With EthiSearch, you can surf the net ethically and responsibly. Mm. Type your query into the ethical search bar and it will only return results from clean websites by scouring the criminal records of the people who registered the domain. If they've got so much as an unpaid parking ticket, their site won't feature in the list. Let's use an example. Let's, uh, let's take Roy Sullivan, for example, the human lightning rod. Roy Sullivan. No results found. Hmm, okay. Uh, let's try Stilton. No results found. Hmm. Okay, Reese, uh, give me give me a, to a topic. Uh, what about pets? Pets. No results found. Hmm. Um, anything else? Uh, clean water. No results found. Hmm. Um. Air. No results found. God. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. No results found. Oh, come on. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy about that. Why don't we, um, why don't we play the next minigame? That'll cheer you up. Yeah. What, what is the next minigame? What are we playing? Well, this week, we have got 30 seconds to get to the page time. Time? I haven't actually come up with a name for it. 30 seconds of time. 30 seconds of time. No. 30 seconds to time. 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 Time to play. Time to play. 30 seconds to time. 30 seconds of playing with time. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll pick one of those. Playing with time. Rosemary in time. Time to go to bed. <laughs> The mysteries of the universe are nothing compared to this podcast. 30 time. 30 seconds. 30 time. Time to play. We should have workshopped this before we started. Let's just get into it. Yeah, all right. What are the rules? The rules are we each start on one of the topics of the week and we have a 30 second countdown. And within that time, we have to reach time. Okay. Well, it seems simple enough. Which topic do you want to start well, on? Well, you started on cheese in the last game, didn't you? So why don't we start on UFOs? So we have 30 seconds to get from UFOs to time. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. Time and space are finite, unlike Reese and Johnny's stupidity. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> that's it. Is that it? That's it. Is that it? And that was it. That was Whoa, it. Whoa, that's 30 seconds. That's 30 seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where did you get to? Well, I got to ancient Rome. Bloody hell, I I'm on fringe science. <laughs> what is fringe science? It's ideas whose attributes include being highly speculative or relying on premises already refuted. That doesn't seem like the right foundation to go from something as ubiquitous and real as time. Well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it feels like you very much got stuck at the beginning there. I feel like I managed to get a bit further away from the starting point. Yeah, you but... did. Well, this was a bit of a 
game, wasn't it? Who came? Whose idea was this? <laughs> whose idea was this for a game that didn't have a name? And it's almost, it's almost like I came up with it an hour before the podcast. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I thought I was almost there. I went to, I went to Rome. There was, a, there was a. There was a couple of early histories of people that had seen UFOs. There was a guy called Julius Obsequens. Obsequens? Who was a Roman writer. I think he was one of the first people to note down a UFO or a sighting of something. So he lived in Rome between 249 and 12 wow. BC, which is obviously quite a range. But uh, he was an ancient Roman. And I was kind of banking on the fact that... He'd invented time. Well... They invented clocks, didn't they? They had sundials. Is that? Did I don't I, know if they invented sundials. Did I make uh, that up? I don't know. They would have been early adopters, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I managed to get down to the uh, technologies in Rome, but uh, alas, no clocks, wow. no time. You got further than me, then. I think you. I think you. You. You win the uh, the virtual points this week. Oh, thank you. Very kind. Very well done. So, what did we learn this week? Blimey. Um, i tell you something I learned while you were faffing around on your cheese pages, is that uh, in 1966, Stilton Cheese was granted legal protection via a certification trademark. Legal protection? Yeah, it's the only British cheese to have received that status. Why did Stilton receive legal protection? I have no idea. Well, in case crack addicts were started posing with bloody M&S versions of their Stilton and... Yeah, possibly. Although now I'm kind of worried that we've mentioned it. Maybe we shouldn't have done. <laughs> Are we not allowed to say Stilton on, on our podcast? There, there's going to be a massive court case now. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate for us, isn't it? Mm. What did you learn then? Um, well, I learned that I'm shit at this game. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. Just because I'm awesome at it, that doesn't <laughs> mean you're shit. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, well. Hey-ho, what can you do? What can you do? Well, you can join us next week where hopefully I'll be better at this and Johnny won't be at the top of the leaderboard for very long. But uh, <laughs> if you're a regular of the show, I'm sure you'll know that that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Depends Depends what happens next week, doesn't it? You know, in the, in the, in the world. Yeah. Maybe we'll pick the same. Maybe we'll pick the same topic one day. That would yeah, be interesting. Yeah, just by chance. That would be interesting. Maybe we should give each other uh, like categories for next week. Maybe I'll give you something. You need to do something historical, a historical topic, maybe. Hmm, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. I shall consider it. Oh, you shall consider it. Okay. (laughs) Well, this time next week, we'll bring you more absurd facts, absurd truths, and absurd (laughs) chit-chat. Absurd chit chat. Yes, tune in next week for more chit chat. <laughs> <laughs>